It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Abaras. Also, this week, the Merman is standing us up to go to a Shania Twain concert. What? And sadly, he is doing this willingly. No one is making him. He's actually paying money to see Shania Twain to each his own, I suppose. I try not to put down people for their musical choices. I'm having a hard time with Shania Twain. <laughs> Can't say I'm a huge Shania Twain fan, but she's Canadian, so gotta support Canadian talent. So with the introductions out of the way, let's... Mondo! No! Let's... Well, thanks all for supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film, and we will watch it if it played anywhere in the world, even if it's one cinema in the middle of nowhere. Cool. I know, right? Now, let's get to region. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Now, man, this, this is a dance party today without Murray. Mondo! Nice. So, before we get rolling here, I just thought I would mention it. I don't know if this is related to the fact that Marie's not here this week. But maybe it is. I don't know. But for those who are listening to us, traditionally it's a battle of the countries between who our top listeners are. Usually it goes between Canada and the U.S. Mm. And, you know, we speak English. Those two countries speak English majority of the time. So, you know... No big whoop, but, you know, we love our listeners from everywhere. But this month, we are getting crushed by another country. Do you care to guess what that country is, Bryce? I actually know. Damn it, you looked. Our number you one listening. You sent me an email. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was all excited. <laughs> our number one listening is from Singapore. Nice. Like our listening for this month is crazy. So people from Singapore, thank you for listening. Um, also Ireland, South Korea, Finland, Iran, and Nepal. 
Nice. I know, right? It's a really good, it's a good makeup. So um, thanks to our listeners in May and Singapore. We hope you are really digging what we do so you can continue to listen. So yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Because we love Singapore movies too. So, you know. Indeed. Why would, why would they have to tell us some stuff that we can't get here and we'll see if we can find it. Nice. Now, we went to the cinemas. We did. Went to a couple different cinemas. We did. And one of us went to three different cinemas. That would be me. That is correct. But that's a story for later. Later in the day. <laughs> we'll save that for last. That's right. And even though we don't have Murray, we're still going to have a Merman Minute. Ooh, that's exciting. I know, right? I better be on uh, the ball. There. On the ball. Hit, hit the old Merman Minute music when, that's it, right. when it's time. That's uh, alliteration right there, by the way. Yep. Merman Minute music. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. Delicious. All right. So, uh, first movie we're going to review this week is... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That is correct, Jim. So, Quill, Rocket, Drax, Man- Mantis, Nebula, Gamora, Rocket, and Groot. Man, that's a lot of characters. So many characters. Are back for the third installment of the Guardians of the Galaxy. We've gotten to know and care about these characters over the course of these films. And in this third adventure, James Gunn continues to balance humor, heart, and action, as well as anybody making movies today. The characters, and as mentioned, there are a lot of them, are all given their moments to shine to satisfying results. The humor lands, the core theme of family is as effective as ever, and some of the action isn't awful. (laughs) It has an effective villain with a believable backstory. Plus, we get Lloyd Kaufman and Howard the Duck playing poker. Uh, hello. Exactly. So for a movie that was two and a half hours long. Yes. It kept a good pace and never seemed as long as its runtime. It is very simple. If you're invested in these characters, you will like this movie. And if you are not invested in these characters, why are you watching this movie? Gunn continues to be able to mix dark themes with genuinely funny sequences in conjunction with syrupy, sweet sentimentality. And does it without me rolling my eyes even once. That is a tremendous feat in itself. It is. Every superhero movie that Gunn directs is entertaining, and this is no different. In short, it was a James Gunn-directed superhero movie, so it was meh. Oh, okay. Well, you had me all excited there for a minute. I was like, what's going to happen here? It was meh. Did you think that was coming, Singapore? Because I didn't. No, I... <laughs> Singapore, <laughs> Singapore agrees. That's right. Um, so we're going to save the Merman Minute for his reviews of this week. That makes sense. I right? like it. Because he's yeah. not here. He's not really taking part of there. And as a, um, yep. a a representative of the Merman, yes. I will be telling you, and it is best a Merman impression as I can make. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I have said this, but finally a superhero movie that was fun, well-written, yep. and brings you back to what a superhero film should be like. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I mean like when they first came out with superhero movies. Yeah, they're and they, no. and That's what we want to get back to. I love meh superhero movies. Do you? Because it sounds like you just like them. Because they're meh. 
Uh, yeah, I like him a lot. Okay, well, there you go. I, what am I? It's a superhero movie. It's, it's not going to be Mondo. Well, maybe it is for some. Unless it's like Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Well, that I means that's not even a comparison. All right. To be honest, though, it's not hard to believe because we have gotten to know these Guardians through three solid films, which cannot be said for every series from the Marvel people. James Gunn is back and has brought the feel of the original Guardians film where it is funny and the poking of fun at each other lets us feel like we are on the inside of these inside jokes between these people that we have grown to love, not just like a lot. Yes. Every single thing that Drax does or says in this film made me laugh <laughs> for minutes, if not longer than minutes. Yes. What's... Like, it, if, if it's an hour, I know there's got to be something that's like 10 minutes. It's like a deca minute or something. I don't know. I, something. It, I, there was times where I was laughing for like a deca minute with, there you when, go. when he was talking. So, yeah, he, he to me, stole the show. Um, I just laughed and enjoyed this so much. Yes, there are some science facts that would never have been able to happen but these are superheroes not fast and the furious characters so i can give some latitude for the science as i'm making very strong quotations absolutely on top of that the music and how it came into every single scene was fun and fantastic and we got and space hog we got space <laughs> hog we got the flaming lips we got the the like we had songs in there that i never thought we'd hear in a marvel movie yes and and you know what? I went back and watched the other two <laughs> as well yep. because I kind of wanted to see, okay, because James Gunn has this um, thing where he sometimes, I mean, I think he started from music videos. Mm -hmm. So his movies sometimes have that music video feel and they all did that. Like, so he really does get music and the value of the fun with music in his films. I really got to give him props for that. Yes. I just like, way to go, buddy. The only flaw in this was why the hell was Sylvester Stallone in this? And if you're going to put him in a movie, can you please add subtitles as he speaks another language other than English? Great bookend to a very good and solid trilogy. For me, it was Mondo. I love this film. I. I sat there the entire time laughing. Yep. I every single character. Yep. I cared about everybody. Yep. And I don't let I don't like I agree I know, with everything I, you're saying. I know superhero movies to you are a are a meh, but superhero movies to me lately are a rage. So when I see something that's at the top of its game, I gotta go all the way to Mondo for this. I, I just had so much fun. There was just so much joy. I just, you know, me and me in action, you know, just no, I know, but and that's what bogged it down for me again. Is sometimes some of the action sequences went too long for me. It's just at the end of the day, but did yeah, you, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. It didn't right? feel so like two and a half hours, but built into that was was like that's in when I'm in action movie mode because usually that two and a half hour movie that's an action movie feels like nine hours to me. I, I would so agree in that. In this particular, there's so much good stuff in between the action that that it's still meh for me because it's, and it, full disclosure, it's just not my type. Like they're not my, not my type of movie. It's just, I'm not a big action guy. And it's a superhero movie at its base is an action movie. I guess. I mean, it, yeah, I guess it is. But I mean, the, the it was guns, really enjoyable. Gun stuff is is 
And it's more transcendent in I've the I've given whole... Gun stuff Mondos in the past. There's some stuff. Did that you I give have... the first one? I, a I did. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this was this was a notch below it for me, and, yeah. th- and that's that's kind of my high water mark. So that's that's got the Mondo. If you can get to there, you get the Mondo. It yeah. Didn't see, to quite me, quite get to there. See, I okay. So I'm going to 100% agree with you that I think this one wasn't as good as the first one, only because of the fact that we knew that we know already know these characters. But to me, I think he got back to that level. Like two was a bit of a, um, it was a bit of, a, it was, a, it was still really good. Like yeah. I watched it again. I seem to remember going, Oh, it wasn't all as that great. I still enjoyed the second same, one. A lot. Same as me. When, when I, I remember the second one, I was like, I don't remember really liking it at all. And then I watched it again. I'm like, no, that was pretty good. It's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like the stories, yeah. he has it's not really as good. good as one. But yeah, it's it, good. it wasn't. And to me, this one was back. Like this yeah. brought me back to the first one, the same joy and emotion that I had with these characters. And then when Sylvester Sloan came on screen, I just about threw up in my mouth. I'm like, they don't even need this guy in here. And if you're yeah. going to, like, I couldn't understand a word he was saying. Every time he talks, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, God, dude, come on. So get we, a, we pretty much push. agree. Yeah, except for I just loved it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, there's some unpacking that we have to do. A oh, let's bit. do some unpacking. Yeah, so I love some of the new little characters they threw in. Like, uh, I'm calling him Doug the dog. <laughs> yeah. Because if you've seen the movie Up, he's basically Doug. Which Fair I, enough. And, I, and the thing that was kind of interesting in it, the golden... The golden kids yep. that are in this new one, and you know, we 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 normally don't try to give too many spoilers, other than you know a couple of little hints now and there, and we kind of won't stick with that. But I was kind of like I had forgotten so much of two, yeah. which to me was a man, by the way. Um, <laughs> rewatching it after, I was like, oh, that's where those gold people are from, because <laughs> there's like they're the whole they're the whole part of the second yeah. one. So the fact that I I got through and the whole third like, one, and it's even like the 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 post credit stuff is like totally focused on them. I know. <laughs> like you know they're coming back yeah, for three. <laughs> I know. So I was like, I kind of watched what, but you know what? I, it kind of worked for me because I was just like, okay, well, these guys were obviously have a, a beef. So yeah. I'm like, okay, but what, what was the beef about? <laughs> it's like, oh, right. The entire second movie. Yes. So yeah, that that was cool. And then what what the hell was that little fluffy pet, pet thing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like there was like, he just was like somebody's pet and yeah. kill people. And there was a lot of of murder in this. Oh, yeah. Like, just like in the second one. Yeah. One of the things that Gunn doesn't shy away from is fucking killing people. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's too many superhero movies where it's like, oh, yeah, those people didn't even die. No. There, there's a lot of people died in both this one and the yeah. one before. They just got blown up and a building fell on them. And then yeah. all of a sudden they, like, come out of the rubble. It's yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Stupid stuff. Yeah. But they do. They are bleeding from their forehead. That will... That can happen to anybody. Yeah. And then, of course, you got to think from the second one, Star-Lord doesn't really have any powers anymore, really. Mm-hmm. Like, his dad took them all away when he mm-hmm. blowed up real good. Yeah. So, yeah, go see this movie. And yep. as you had said, if you love these characters, yeah. you're going to really like this it's, movie. That's the whole thing. And if you don't like these characters... Why are you there? Well, I, I had to laugh because maybe they're a, a film podcast review like we are, yeah. and we still go to stuff we don't like. Fair enough. There you go. So the other thing that we got to see this week <sighs> is a movie that is a second movie in, in, no, a, no, in a no. package called Dosed. 
the trip of a lifetime. Mm. And the subtext to this is drugs are good, okay? Okay. <laughs> At least that's the message this film is sending us. The science and information in this film is very valuable. And we need more research and development in Eastern and indigenous medicine that has been tried and true for like thousands of years. That's, I wanna get that off my chest right from the very beginning. I have seen and done much research on this subject for years. And in fact, have seen multiple films with this subject matter in it. And perhaps they may be why I am a little bit maybe more hypercritical of films about illegal drugs trying to legalize them. And of all of them, as much as the science, and I'm all about quotes today, science of this film was lacking the most and by far was the worst film about medical psilocybin science than I have ever seen. Just putting it out there. Sure, there are doctors in this film, and sure, when you leave, if you have never heard about this as a treatment, then you may be enlightened. But ultimately, for a film that is very science, quote, quote, forward, this has none to speak of and is basically a love fest of a mom dying of cancer. No. Mm. Where's the real science? Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of proven science that they don't even get to in this. Um, we basically just get to see her feelings, another more quotes there, through this journey and telling her husband and her family that she loves them and they love her and drugs are good, okay? The science version of this movie would be 77 minutes of awesomeness, but this was an hour and 26 minutes of content that should have been a short about her feelings after going through the trip she went on. So drugs as a treatment, are good but this movie is bad okay mm. it's a rage All i right. did not like this movie in the film theater yes. i did not like it in a box yes. i did not like it with a fox i did not like it here or there i did not like this film anywhere it was a very hard rage for me rage 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 if you're gonna make a movie about rage. psilocybin then make sure there's a lot of science in it so that it proves it so that people now want to go do psilocybin and fight for it with the government. This was just, anyway, I'm going to rage on in a minute. Let's see what you thought about this. Uh, you pretty much touched on everything I'm going to say, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I could just say ditto, but I will, you know, I, I jotted down a few things, so I might as well get it off my chest. Nice. Even though it's just exactly what you said. Uh, some good information gets bogged down by one lady's fight with cancer. She should have been one of many subjects in a doc like this, not the only subject. Her story grew tiresome and drawn out. Watching her and her husband tell each other they love each other 500 times was tedious. The experts they interviewed offered no signs to back up their claims. You could not pay me to go to the therapists that they featured in this. And the, and the music, the music was next level awful. Yeah. That's the one thing you didn't talk about. It no. was, it was so like, it was laughably bad. It was, we were laughing a lot yeah. actually. And people were looking at us cause there was like 
four, fix probably sixty people in the cinema to see this. There was a lot of people there. It was a uh, pretty pretty cool on a yeah. Monday night at an independent cinema showing a doc, a Canadian doc. It was actually you know that I loved. Yeah, That's I did too. Mondo. Um, but Dost, the trip of a lifetime, was not a good trip at all. It was a bad trip. It was a rage. rage. It was a rage. rage. It was a rage. rage. That's like a triple banger. I wonder what Murray thinks about it. We're going to find out pretty soon on the Merman Minute. But I'm, I'm going to make a prediction that he thinks it's a... <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if I'm clairvoyant or not. Who knows, right? I mean... <laughs> who the hell knows? Yeah, now I kind of want to go see Dose, the original. Dose 1. Dose 1. Before it became personal. That's right. This time, this time it's... This time it's, it was it was too personal. It was way too personal. Oh man, good times. All right. So as mentioned, we did not get the benefit of the merman here today with us. But I'm going to do my absolute best to give my breast ba- my breast. Wait, let me just pull one of my boobs out here. My breast. Jim, put that away. <laughs> my my breast. Hey, I can still pass the pencil test. Um, my breast impression of the merman. All and right. I mean this with true love because Murray is my soulmate. Um, here we go. <clears throat> this was actually my favorite Marvel film since Endgame. Guardians of Galaxy 3. Hmm. And there was a Thor movie in there. Nearly all of the original cast were witty, funny, and lovable. I'm trying to do my best Eeyore version of Murray. Yeah. I don't know if it's coming off good. It's not terrific. It's all right. <laughs> I'll just go and tell us what he's thinking. Of course, and this is an excited Murray, and of course, no one more than Dave Baptista. As Jim already, oh, sorry, as I'd already Who's said, Baptista. Ah, he's some Baptist guy singing Sistas. Okay, whatever. Uh, as Jim, I has already said, everything that came out of Drax's mouth made us both laugh, and we did. Nebula was pretty damn awesome too. If anything, the weak link in the Guardian chain was Star Star Lord himself. He spent most of his film moping around about losing his Gamora and wasn't really that helpful at all. It's probably because he also lost all his powers from his dad. Now the bad, the villain, Mr. Robocop, I'm doing quotes again, who got his face mauled by a tiny raccoon was completely insane and not in a good way. See, I thought he was pretty good. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I really got tired of his Jedi-like powers, which he apparently only had after Rocket ran away. All the talking animals were CLFs, so to speak. I really didn't see the need for a whole planet of them. Though, but apparently, PETA loved all of them. They did. However, have never liked... The Rocket character anyway. This is Murray. Maybe it's because Bradley Cooper does his voice. <laughs> but I've never been a fan. So why do we get, for what do we get for volume three? A two and a half hour Rocket Raccoon origin story from his days as a talking baby to his final confrontation with his actual 
actual, I'm doing quotes again, maker. This is why I have to give an otherwise very entertaining superhero film a very high meh. But two and a half hours of Rocket will never be a Mondo for me. So there you go. The only reason he did not give it a Mondo. Because he doesn't like Bradley Cooper. Apparently he doesn't like Bradley Cooper. And he doesn't like talking baby hybrid creatures, I guess. So there's one down. That's one down. And now doped. I feel like I need to be on drugs to get this film. I felt sorry for the subject and her battle with cancer. And I completely agree the magic mushrooms and marijuana should be legal and widely available for medical treatment. If the film had been more about the struggle against the government and regulations, I might have enjoyed it more. Murray, you're bang on. Um, unfortunately, it was mostly about her and her bland doll family. I know, I know. They all loved her and want, her, want to give her big hugs. I honestly checked out before the opening credits, which was 15 minutes in. I I spent the whole film checking my watch and finally had to get up and walk around for a while to keep from falling asleep. (laughs) Apparently this film is a big hit on the festival circuit and online, though I don't know why. About the only thing I enjoyed about this film was that it was at my second home. Played at the Globe. Mm. And I got to hang out with the Film Rage crew for a night. Sadly... This was a rage for him. Wah, wah, wah. Rage. Nice. So it was a trifecta for us, all for rage. Yes. I was a little more generous than you two this week because I actually like Bradley Cooper. and um, I like Bradley Cooper too. I like him a lot. And I like uh, Raccoon Face. I like him, too. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, but, Raccoon yeah. Face. Who's Raccoon Face? That's What's going the, on? The, the guy who played the villain. The guy oh, yeah. Raccoon he was face. fantastic. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. No, and everybody he, was really good in it. And they pulled his face off. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Mur. Giving yeah. us the juice. So much juice. So much juice. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage. Taking over. Sweet, sweet rage. So, my rage this week, uh, not surprisingly, is you're going to make a science documentary you should probably have some science in it mm. and if you're trying to fight for the right to party as the beastie boys once said yes then put the science party in the party yes like no one's going to see this everyone's going to see this movie whoever liked this movie and apparently as murray had alluded to a lot of people did they have never seen really good science docs about legalization of 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 drugs because if they did they'd see that the science is where you need to go with this for this film to make a difference not just falling in well and i don't know how they could have fallen in love there was really wasn't i wasn't attached to these characters at all i'm glad she didn't die of cancer while we were watching it but at the same time i'm like 
Put the science in there. It's a movie about science. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my rage. Make a doc about science. Put the science in it so that the science can prove that it's valuable and then we can get things legalized. That's it. That's my rage. All right, sir. Stick a pin in it. Pin stuck. My rage this week is texting in movies. What? You mean audience members texting? No, but yes, that is also that what? also must stop. What? Wait, what? I am talking about characters in the movie texting each other. What? I hate the fact that this movie, or that sorry that this movie. Which movie? <laughs> that any movie. A movie? Oh, yes. okay, yeah. I hate the fact that this has become such common practice that. It not only annoys me in my everyday life, but now it also annoys me at the cinema as well. <laughs> as I watch people text each other on the big screen. What is going on? You know, uh, I wholeheartedly agree with this rage because I can't remember what movie we saw recently that we I actually brought up and mentioned. Yeah, I can't believe I they actually had conversations on their cell phones, not fucking text. It is the stupidest thing. I don't want to go to see a movie and see people talking on text. Like, just talk. Yes. Like, But you know what? The thing is, the sad thing about it is that is has become what our society is. Like, the majority of people don't pick up the phone and talk to each other anymore. It's all communication through text. But that does, to me, that still doesn't make, add for a better movie experience, right? Like... I think I've sent like two texts ever when you were trying to get me to text on my iPod touch. touch. Yeah. So I, I managed to like send two. You did it. I was so proud of you. Yeah. yeah. And I and didn't that's, that's it. put that in a movie because that would have been terrible. I don't, I don't have one of them fancy walking around. No, phones. you do not. Although you're going to eventually get one because that iPod touch yours is going to die. I know it will die eventually. <sighs> I keep saying you don't even need to turn on the data or turn on the phone part. Just use it like a giant iPod touch. And it has like 60 gig of memory and you're laughing. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Because <laughs> your iPod touch doesn't have that much gig data on it, does it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Probably got four gig. You only got like 10 songs. <laughs> I don't. I don't use it for music. I use my. I, I have. I use my iPod Classic for music. Oh. And it's got 160 <laughs> gigs on it. <laughs> so I've you're got. Serious. I've you're got over 30,000 songs on that sucker, and I still got room for more. Holy crap! I know. That one's got to eventually die too. Like, how do uh, they still support that? That's going to be like the worst day of my life when my iPod Classic dies. because yeah. I don't know what. Like, I guess I can get like external stuff to. You'll just plug call into. me and say. Jim, come help me pick out an iPhone. <sighs> and then I'll help make sure that you have no phone service, no data, no nothing. Okay, now that's making me rage. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Anger fading. Okay. We got the lists, baby. Uh, so for you're listening to us for the first time, and we know some of our friends from Singapore have been listening to us a bit, so they've probably heard us before. 
But uh, perhaps our people from South Korea, maybe this is the first time they're hearing this, go check out our website, filmrageyyc.com, and go to our section called The Lists. We have four categories. We have the doubted, the undoubted, the mesmerizing, and the repulsive. So we have made a giant list of mesmerized, and ultimately mesmerized means that, and the reason people have been put on it is because in our belief, when we created these lists, they were mesmerizing every single time they were on the screen. And so, because if you have two actors who are mesmerizing in the same movie, it's not possible that both of them could be mesmerizing because at sometimes there could be in the same scene together or and if you're looking away because the other one was more mesmerizing then apparently the other one is not mesmerizing all the time this list should not be big and that's why we're trying to beat it down yes. but more importantly this week from last week's list episode I put forward Kelly Reichert as director for The Undoubted. And we haven't put an Undoubted person on for quite some time. Yes. So Bryce and I are to watch a few of her movies, but one in particular, which could have stopped anything from moving forward. Did you get a chance to watch it? No. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to update you on me so that right. I am passing the baton over to Bryce on this because... I watched all of the missing Kelly Reichardt right. movies that I haven't saw. Okay, and I'm so going to tell you all where you can see them. Perfect. So I watched Meek's Cutoff, which is the one that Bryce has to see because the one um, before that, Bryce had given a, a, a meh. So if this also becomes a meh, that makes Kelly Reichardt not In, undoubted. Ineligible to be on the undoubted That's list. right, because the rules of the undoubted are such that they have to have mondo, 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 mondo. They can th We can throw a meh in there, can't but it can't back be to two back-to-back mehs, which would mean they wouldn't be, they'd be doubted because they had two mehs. Or if they have a rage, it instantly shuts things down. Yep. Uh, and the reverse for that, if they are doubted. So uh, Meek's cutoff for me was a double mondo All so right. uh and i i really feel that bryce is going to love that movie so i have no fear from this movie that she's going to be off all right i also watched river of grass which was also a mondo and both of these can be found uh on the sundance channel oh. so i had to sign up for a month i got it for free and you can watch a few kelly reichardt movies and then i watched old joy which I got off the Smithsonian Channel. <laughs> yes. Apparently, she's uh, she's in all the art. She's, uh, she's apps. in all the hoity-toity. That's ones. right, because she's motherfucking hoity-toity. <laughs> she could be potentially undoubted here. So yeah, and that was also double motto. Nice. Like, I, 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 I can't see her not be like it would. It will surprise me with these films yes. that you will watch. Oh, the other thing I did is I rewatched. Um, Wendy, Wendy and Lucy. Lucy. I watched that again. So, so I, I was I was such on a Kelly Reichardt um, uh, jam that I watched four of her movies since last week. Yeah. And uh, I could not have been happier. Nice. And for those of you who haven't seen any of her films, recent, her two most recent films was First Cow and oh, so what was good. the Showing Up, showing which we up. just saw at the film festival. So you're probably going to have to wait for major release on that. But absolutely see both of these films. Yes. Both of them. 
So, all right, Bryce, you got some homework to do, buddy. I'll get to it. And uh, hopefully next week we'll know whether or not Bryce. Um, I will definitely watch the, the Meeks cut off. Meeks cut off, and uh, we'll see if I can sneak in. And there's else, a but. Paul Dano and a, and a Will Patton sightings in those. So nice. you'll be very excited who, about who that. Who I love. That's right. Who Paul Dano was at one point, undoubted. It was I think. Was that Will Patton ever? Will Patton's been mesmerizing, but uh, yeah, okay. Paul Dano was actually uh, gotcha. Was actually I knew he was on a list. Point. Yeah, they were yeah. both on lists, yeah. and now poor Paul got punted because he made some bad movies back to back. So Man. now the Murr has set us up for next week. Okay. So, uh, as well as Bryce is going to watch that, the Murr has said to us, "We will be watching," <clears throat> and we have a choice. So, okay. be excited for that. Reese Darby. Versus Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Reese Darby versus The Rock. Now, do you want to guess what movie they were both in? And I'm voting for the first one because there's two movies that came out. It's part of a sequel. Oh, okay. And it's a redo of the original with Robin Williams. There's your hint. I don't want to watch Jumanji again. Well, you're going to, and you're going to like it. I've just watched it recently. Well, do you remember who was more mesmerizing in it? So that means we are watching. Well, let's watch the first one. But Reese Darby's barely in it. He's going to bring it up probably for five minutes. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Fine. I don't care. The first one? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I go. I I like the first one. First one, I, I think it was a meh for me. They were both fine. <laughs> they were with, I'll tell you the one thing. I thought I was going to hate them both, and I didn't hate either of them. So. There you go. That's good. We're watching Jumanji with wow. Reese and Dwayne the Rock. I couldn't be more excited. Oh, yeah, I sound it. But you know what? Watch that first. Yeah. And then after that, watch Meeks and, you know, Kelly Reichardt's film. And there you go. Then you'll have joy in your heart. Yes, I could use a little joy in my heart. The love of Kelly Rickard down in your heart. Where? Down in your heart. Down in your heart. All right, sir. (laughs) Looks like Jim did not pull from anyone last week as the boys decided to put forward what is expected to be the worst film ever made when they did a dare-off for who would have to watch Love Again in cinemas. And, as per usual, Bryce's good luck prevailed as he was chosen by fate to sing along with Celine. This week, barring any other totally out-of-left-field changes, Jim, a.k.a. the Ballless Wonder, will get to rage or dare. Now, Bryce, was Celine Dion's acting as fabulous as her singing, or was it more like the Titanic? A cold, deadly crash into a mountain of ice followed by torture, screaming, and ultimately the death of most of the people involved. (laughs) Boy, when Casey nails it, he nails it. Mm. So, how was... There was a line that she makes in the trailer. Was it actually in the movie? That's just me or something when she's singing. Oh, yeah, she does. That's in the movie when she's singing to make... prove that it's her yeah yeah that's, that's okay that's good uh, that would prove it to me if i was yeah. if i was on the telephone and celine dion was pretending to be herself to sing to me that would totally prove it to T- me totes 
please tell us everything about love again. All right, here it goes. Love Again is one of those films that could not possibly live up to expectations. Those expectations being, of course, that this will be one of the most excruciating experiences of my life. It stars Priyanka Chopra Jonas, some generic pretty boy with an accent, and Celine Dion. The film starts with Chopra Jonas as Mira Ray, who writes children's books. And she witnesses her boyfriend get run over by a drunk driver. Uh, no, drugs are bad, okay. And from there, she copes with this by texting messages to her dead boyfriend's number. What? And in a genius bit of writing, it turns out that our generic pretty boy now has this phone number and her texts are going to him. What? His name is Rob Burns and he is a writer for a magazine that has assigned him to cover Celine Dion's comeback concert. What? And yes, this is as entertaining as it sounds. What? So from here, Rob starts stalking Mira. What? And uses the text to find out where she's going what? so he can spy on her. What? Spy? Yeah. Eventually, Stalk. he has a series of heart-to-hearts with Celine Dion. What? What? Huh? Who makes Rob realize that love is everything. And he needs to take his stalking of this poor girl who has lost her boyfriend to a new level. What? Eventually, they meet and he gets her into bed. What? And they live happily ever. No, not so fast. What? Wait a minute. That's not the rom-com. Not rom so fast. That's not the rom-com she, she eventually sees all her text no messages. No way. That didn't happen. For some reason, they're on his computer. I don't know why. That, and that, she, what? And she sees these via a very unlikely circumstance that I'm not even going to get into because oh, it's just I kind of want to know now. She basically takes a book off the keyboard and the screen comes on because that's a thing. It, wait, it, Kate, <laughs> can we just back this bus up a little bit? So there's a book on the keyboard, yeah. which most people leave their books there, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And when they she takes it off, yeah, it opens up on. to yeah. write exactly where his and, text and would the, go. All, all her texts are there that she sent to her dead boyfriend. Were, were they showing him like jerking off to these texts or no, anything like that? Like, like that. Huh. So, so now she's seen this and now she hates him. <gasps> no. And dumps his ass for lying what? to her. No. That, wait, this is a hey, rom-com? Hey, thank God this movie can now end with a satisfying conclusion. That sounds like the way it should be, right? Not it, so what, fast. What? Does Celine Dion get interfere again? He then talks to Celine again. <laughs> what? And then decides to risk his job. What? By replacing the Celine Dion article with an explanation and, and an apology to Mira. What? So you would think that seeing as he's just a writer and not the editor, that this would kind of be impossible. But just before uh, yeah. the article is published, he somehow replaces it with this grandiose apology. Wait, okay. So just so I'm clear on this. Yes. He works. Uh, he gets paid. Yes. To do an interview with Celine Dion and her comeback, which, Correct. which, you know, if it was real, yes, it would it would probably be pretty groundbreaking for fans of her music, like Perfect. Merman. Yes, right. You're getting and it. And so the people who were expecting to see this interview with Celine yes. Dion, and they don't get it, and he didn't get fired. Did he get a promotion? Uh, actually, that's that's the whole thing. See, I'll, I'll go a little off off here. So, after he does this, yeah. apparently, 
like everybody loves the article, what? but his boss is really mad with him, but he's not really mad at him. And what he does is he calls him into his office to pretend and he starts yelling at him. Oh, and in between great. yelling, he's like, Oh, you did a really good job. And we're going to give you everything you want. And that podcast thing you want to do, we're going to, we're going to support that as well. And blah, 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 blah. And Oh, I'll never do this again. And you're, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. And was then, it for and comic you effect? You did so good. You did so was good. Was it for comic effect? Yeah. It wasn't funny. Oh yeah. It sounds terribly not funny, but, it, but so, so he, he, all this little love fest is right. But, but just so I'm clear yes. on this. As yeah. the editor of the paper, he didn't proofread anything that went to print. That's what I'm confused about. I'm okay. trying to understand yeah, yeah, how kinda. the how the how the writer. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of you know I kind of know how go, how you know, print works. I and don't. Usually yeah. somebody reads it over. Maybe it was online. They never made it clear. Maybe yeah. it's just online. No one, no one buys paper anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. So it sounds great so far. What happens next? Okay. So so then she forgives him. What? <laughs> And they have a big old kiss, and everyone lives happily ever after, at which point I puked into my popcorn bag for the second time in the oh, movie. Oh, what was the first again? The first time I puked into my popcorn bag was when Celine Dion described how her and her manager, Renee, became more than just manager and client. <gasps> No. She describes an evening where the 26-year-old, the 26-year-older Renee. Uh-huh. So, you know, like twice her age at yeah. the time. Well, how old was she? 12? Think, no, but that's when he started, you know, Managing cultivating her? this whole thing. Oh, uh, grooming. Did, did, there was yeah, some she, grooming. There was some grooming going on, I'm sure. <sighs> so, 26-year-older Renee was walking her back to her hotel room. And apparently, a common thing with him would be that this creepy old man would always kiss her on both cheeks and say goodnight. Like the French in Europe do, yeah, but not in exactly. Montreal. But on this night, as he was passing to her other cheek, he paused at her lips. And this time, he kissed her right on those lips. At this point, I threw up for the first time in the film. <laughs> So now after throwing up twice and having to witness writing that would not have been good enough for a Hallmark movie, I wait for the closing credits to start. But instead of that, I get concert footage of Celine Dion belting out my heart will go on or some other generic ballad. They all sound the same to me. I don't know what she was singing. And yes, I threw up for a third time <laughs> and I feel sorry for the people that have to clean up the theater as my popcorn bag started to overflow at this point. <laughs> this movie was the most putrid piece of garbage that has the distinction of being the only film in history to make me throw up three times. Is that make it the worst movie you've ever seen? Cause I sure hope it was. Is it worse than the life no, of David Gale? It's not worse than that. Because it didn't make me quite as I still angry. Want it, I still want to get. Uh, I still want to get him on our mesmerized list. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> At any point, suffice it to say, this was a rage. It was a what now? I'm sorry. What did you say? This movie. This movie made you do what? Rage. Rage. 
It was god awful. This sounds like the best experience. <laughs> I cannot be more happy right now. The fact that you pulled that randomly from the bag last week that I would have had to have seen. Not only is this now the happiest moment of my life, but I also am a little bit confused because mm-hmm. is what Celine Dion talking about in life moving mm-hmm. forward from this in is that A, grooming underaged women mm. by a, a sexual predator is okay, mm. number one. And number two, stalking is also acceptable. Mm. Is this the message that this movie... Because this is... I haven't seen the movie. And trust a, me, I'm never going to see there's it. There's a lot of creepiness but, in but, this movie. But this seems to be the message of as just the listener to t- you telling me what it's about yeah. is that A, grooming by um, overaged, you know, yeah. sociopathic yeah. sexual predators is okay. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that, um, and that uh, you know, stalking is a... Perfectly good way to meet girls. Yes, is kind of what I'm getting from. And this. in the end, you'll you'll get the girl. That's, Apparently, that's, that's, that's the, the scary message of this whole thing. And that, that you, as a as a writer, putting it out there that you stalk her, and then eventually, she's yours. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that and the, is not and, cool. And there's no editing in newspaper writing. Yeah, that too. Those are the three messages I'm getting. Well, you know what? It sounds like a pretty good adventure. It was it was god awful. I just could not believe I was just sitting there. I was sitting there and there's, I I was hoping I was going to be the only one in the theater. I was not there. Oh there no! There was like ten people <gasps> there. Yeah. Oh my god! But I was just squirming in my chair. It's like what is going on? This were the, is just awful. were the people that were in there laughing at things? Which no, you know more. what? There was no laughter going on. There, there, you know, and there wasn't. Honestly, there wasn't any that that many. I guess there was quite a few attempts. None of it was funny though. Nobody no was one laughing. Laughed. No, uh, they were laughing on the inside. I don't know what they were doing. I, I know. I, I walked in there and there's two guys sitting at the top, and I'm like, like what? I walk, I I see them, and I, I'm like, I don't know. They, I why are you here? I don't understand. And then Maybe they love Celine Dion. And some other dude walked in, and I'm like, why are you here? And why is this? Frickin' theater predominantly male right now. Then finally some ladies walked in. No dates though. No no well at least no male well, and the female. Two guys the two might have been. Might have been, been. And maybe they but were like they had stalked each other. Yeah, maybe the two girls were dates too. Yeah, and they know. one of them stalked the other. Yeah, maybe so maybe they watched this and they like, Yeah, right on. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, you know what? The fact that you had to watch what apparently we got seems another to be one of these coming the worst up at some movie point soon. By the way, the worst movie. It's gonna be you again. Just so you know. I hope not. It's gonna be. You know what? I I feel. Yes. Even though I am the ballless wonder. Yes. I'm gonna choose from Casey's bag this week. I'm gonna not rage or dare. I'm gonna Casey. All right. Because two reasons. Number one, yes. if you had to watch Celine Dion try and act. I do owe you a little bit. Yes. And for the second thing is that if you can survive that, I can survive anything that's in Casey's bags. So. All right, sir. Uh, which one is yeah, Casey's I guarantee it's no one? love again. Yeah. I'm at, maybe Casey's got another movie where Celine Dion plays a, a part in. I don't know. Maybe. Do you think that's a thing? Uh, no. I believe this was her film debut. <sighs> okay, well. Do you so, think this is going to so. land her a whole bunch of new acting gigs? Uh, no. Plus, she's going through some stuff right now. <laughs> They'll limit that. So. All right. Well, I, next week, will be watching one of Murray's favorite movies. Oh, good. 
Chips. Oh, Chips. The TV show was good, right? Eric Estrada was no, in that. No, the TV show was not good. Oh, was that? No? No. Was Eric Estrada in that? Eric Estrada was in that. But it wasn't good. No. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Ponch is Ponch, and I guess you could find some mild entertainment in watching him for 10 minutes. Who, who, who's, who's in this? Do you remember? I don't even remember. I wonder if there's a. I wonder if there's something. I remember it was a thing. Oh, wasn't uh, the 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 the. the uh, oh, Michael Pena's in it. Michael Pena and who's the other one? Dax Shepard. Yeah, Dax Shepard. I uh, love Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael Pena. Be, I actually the, don't mind Dax Shepard too. This, this I actually, actually might be the all right. best movie that's ever been in the Casey bag. I don't. I honestly don't remember the movie. I don't remember. I mean, I probably hated it, but I don't know. I, it's it's that not burned into my brain is like one of the worst things ever. So, it's Michael know. Pena. Who does, I mean, exactly. He's he's practically he, he's mesmerizing. Playing, he's playing punch. He's he's practically mesmerizing. Yeah. Not not saying I'm putting it up because I know if we did it would been the, this week would have been had the week because Murray hates Michael Pena. How can he hate Michael? I Pena? don't know. Just I don't get it. It's but. like. So this was the week like, for us seriously, to Seriously, how on. can anybody hate Michael Pena? He's know. adorable. I know. He's like the funniest person that's on in the movies right now. Yeah, except Aquafina and a couple other people. But uh, he's like yeah. in the top 50. Totally sure. top 50, 60-ish. 60. Yeah, top 60. It's probably, six, sure. it's probably 59. Yeah, top 59. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I have no clue what we're going to be doing next week other than next week you're going to have me talking about chips. We're going to have uh, hopefully a Kelly Reichert movement in the force. Yes. And um, I guess we're going to be watching Jumanji, not the the Robin Williams version. Right. And hopefully the merman will be back to do his own impression of himself because mine failed miserably. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Rangers, for listening. Thanks to Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer for the voice of Rager Dare, or as we like to lovingly call him, God of Rage. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Rebel and Tea Public. We are always wanting to make this staging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, and we want to thank Singapore and hope that you're doing fabulously well over in the, across the pond. But no matter what you do, please, 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 pretty please, 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 Omega oh Rage, I just this so weak. Rage on! Rage on!